Hello. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Lawrence Simon, who hasn't done a show since last uh, August, about eight months. And actually, I don't want to be called Dr. Simon. Larry Simon uh, is is how I'm uh, dealt with by the people I care about. And uh, I haven't done a show uh, which sort of makes me a little ashamed. And every once in a while something happens, and my need to come on the air again and put on a show um, intensifies. And sometimes I ignore it, and sometimes I don't. Uh, I went to a, a sh- an art show in a museum here in South Florida. It's a lovely museum down in Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton means mouth of the rat. I don't know how they ever came up with a name like that for a town, but it's a nice town, uh, a lot of money there, and it's a beautiful museum. And this was a juried art show, and about 1,500 people had uh, submitted uh, various works of art, painting, sculpture, uh, a lot of photography. And it, the, the jury um, had chosen 100 to put on display. Uh, I looked at the 100, and I looked at the one that got uh, honorable mention, and then second prize and first prize, and I'm glad I wasn't on the jury because I would have a great deal of difficulty picking one over the other. What was wonderful about this is that when I ever look at a, a, a museum like this and I look at my fellow citizens producing works of art like this, uh, whether it be a visual art or music uh, or uh, anything that uh, shows the individual uh, creativity, the individual soul of the person, where they put so much of themselves into it and take such a risk. Um, because when you invest yourself in something and others don't like it, uh, it hurts. Uh, you have to have a certain kind of thick skin. And yet to produce art, you have to have a thin skin. You have to be able to uh, show yourself. Um, the talent to produce music, the talent to produce literature, the talent is one thing. But I'm convinced that what it really takes in addition to talent, a skill, and the development of that skill through a lot of hard work is also a lot of courage. You have to be willing to expose your inner self because it's the inside, it's the, it's the deeply personal that gets expressed that makes art so wonderful so that when you, the looker, the, the appreciator of the art, stand in front of a picture and open yourself up to the meaning of that picture, there's a communion of minds. Uh, you become one with the artist and the artist, in effect, becomes one with you. And to lower your boundaries and have your mind changed or your perception of the world changed by somebody else's individual expression is scary, which is why there's not a hell of a lot of art and there's not a hell of a lot of people going to museums and places and concert halls where art is produced. Uh, And I don't mean that there isn't a lot. There's plenty, but not in terms of the relationship to a larger society of 350 million people. Uh, It is off-season here in South Florida, but by the same token, there was maybe a dozen people wandering through this exhibit, 
And the, the one group of people that uh, really made me happy was a family in which the father and mother were trying to explain uh, to the children, a teenage girl and a younger boy, uh, what it is that they were looking at. teenage girl looked kind of bored, but on the other hand, um, every once in a while I could see it perked her interest because it's in the interest of teenage kids to look indifferent and uh, to hold on to the idea that their parents really are morons uh, who can't know much of anything uh, compared to themselves. Uh, but it got get, get me heartened. Now, why did I do a show? Um, as like anybody who's ever followed my shows, and if you hear this and go back into my shows, they're all of a piece. Because I really believe that everything that people do, they not only do as an artist, they, as, a, as a father, a mother, a sister, a brother, a teacher, a doctor, but as a citizen. And when you express yourself as an artist, or go and commune with some form of art, uh, you are doing it in addition to anything else not only to be entertained, uh, not only to uh, make your day a little brighter, uh, or maybe based on the kind of art it is, if, it's, if, if it uh, uh, shows you something that you really don't want to look at or see that is going on in our culture, in our society, uh, then, then uh, what happens to you is that um, um, you are making a political statement you are involved as a citizen in a kind of politics. And I start to feel very guilty that I don't do this show because I am watching what I believe is the death of our society. Um, there's a wonderful article in the back of the magazine section of the New York Times that also was a stimulant for me to carry through and do the show. And that was a young man who says that he's going to stop listening to the right-wing uh, uh, the, the Rush Limbaugh's and the Hannity's and others, because to listen to them is to give them credence. And to listen to them and not commune with art is to uh, do something as a citizen that he believes and I believe is extremely destructive. Because what is going on that is so terrible as I see it in our society is that more and more, we're beginning to think lockstep and think uh, uh, in groupthink with the worst people in our society, the haters, uh, the people who don't deal with ideas. Uh, and ideas can be a form of art. The closest I came to being um, uh, an artist as a psychologist were three books that I wrote uh, that really expressed my individual point of view and I could tell you that as somebody who felt like an artist when I was writing these books, um, it's a wonderful feeling, but it's such a tremendous amount of work. And it has to be done alone. It can't be done in a group. Uh, you have to shut yourself up, and you have to do uh, and work through on an individual basis what it is you want to express, particularly if you want to do it according to some really good high standards of intellectual and emotional integration um, uh, as expressed in the best of your field, whatever that is. And there is a best in the field, a best in every field. Um, 
Uh, I was watching a tennis match yesterday and watching Rafa Nadal uh, play tennis, and he's an artist on the tennis court. Um, and, and you respond to an individual who does things at that level because you realize, uh, and I am a bit of a tennis player, in a million years, even when I was much younger, I could never even approach the kind of control and power and beauty of uh, the individuals playing on that court uh, for a lot of money uh, and a lot of, of uh, accolades and a lot of pleasure, uh, people watching the best of something. We are being led by the haters. The politicians that don't hate seem to be silent. Uh, if I watch Bill Maher or one of the other uh, uh, so-called leftist shows on television, they take seriously these people, uh, the right-wing haters, by uh, making fun of them and thereby exalting them and thereby saying, well, this is an entertainment. You laugh at my jokes, uh, and I'll tell you how to make fun of these individuals. But what's not happening is some individual expression of something in the society that uplifts the society, that makes people say, oh, I want to do something like that. I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to uh, uh, have the courage to express something, even if the people in my life, even my family and others, uh, don't want me to do it, uh, because I feel a need to do this. Now, let me just take a side here and say I'm not talking about I want to express myself as a murderer or destroy something. I'm talking about the creation of something, the creation of something uh, that wasn't there before, a book that wasn't there before, a piece of music that wasn't there before, a painting, uh, a loaf of bread, uh, something, something new that gives pleasure rather than grief and gets people to say, I wish I could do that, and you know what? Uh, it gives me motive, it gives me reason to struggle against all of the idiocy that I see around me that I know to be idiocy, to get off my ass and stop being lazy, and, and what I believe to be lazy, and, and really work hard at expressing something. One of the things that, that depresses me, and I am rather depressed about the future, is what we're doing to our schools. Uh, schools, I have always been critical of schools. If those of you know me and, or go back into, the, uh, into my archive, uh, there's a tremendous amount that goes on in school that's authoritarian, like the politics of so much of the world uh, and increasingly in our country, uh, where you're told uh, this is the truth and this is what you memorize. And my word that I hate the most, and if you are disobedient, you will be punished. And obedience means stepping in line and accepting the truth without question, even though deep in your soul, deep in your heart, you know there's something here that doesn't meet your eye. Who are you going to believe, says the dictator, me or your own eyes? Because if it's not me, you're going to be punished. Uh, I'm following the horrendous events in Syria uh, where you have a dictator who seems to be willing to kill uh, all of his own people to stay in power. Uh, uh, it, it's just a, a nightmare to watch 
how much of the world uh, invo- is involved in the destruction of people, the destruction of the environment, the destruction of everything uh, that makes life pleasurable and joyful and whole. And the schools are now the battering ram. We have to cut the budget. We can't raise taxes. Uh, so the only place we can cut the budget, certainly we could never think about uh, cutting the military. Um, uh, we, 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 you know, the ability to destroy uh, seems to be all over the world, and I'm sorry, even here, uh, to destroy in the name of self-defense, even if there is uh, no real threat, uh, but the potential of, of a potential of a threat. Um, uh, the need to, to destroy and build weapons of destruction, uh, that is unquestioned. But to have enough money to uh, have really good teachers, individual, creative, artistic teachers, not those that kiss the ass of the principal, uh, who kisses the ass of the uh, superintendent, uh, who kisses the ass of the politicians, who claim, uh, having never been in a classroom, that they know what should be taught, and they know how it should be taught. Um, And when we cut this budget, what has to be cut? Art, music, athletics. Uh, And what is left, not that it's not important, not that science and math are not important. They are vitally important to to a a creative, uh, logical, productive mind. They are very important. Um, uh, I can go on forever about the the technology in my own life that gives me such tremendous pleasure uh, and which uh, it reproduces music. Uh, that uh, is written now and in the past in a beautiful, pristine sound. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm all for the math and the science. But increasingly, the math and the science has to be memorized, and it has to be uh, fed back on standardized tests so that teachers don't even teach creatively about the test, the, the math and the science, but teach to the test so that um, we can save money and at the same time uh, let everybody know that the test scores are going up, as if that is an indication of a really educated, creative, happy mind. Yes, we have to be part of a society. We have to be part of a family. Uh, To live alone in the world is to be insane. To go against the entire world ultimately either ends up in a mental institution or more likely in a prison or dead. So, no, uh, I believe that we have to support our society. Uh, We have to uh, have rules. Unfortunately, we have to have leaders. Um, I don't ever see anarchy, which believes that no leader, uh, uh, nobody is really knowledgeable enough or worth leading. So we have to get what we can get, but at the same time, Uh, We have to hold our leaders accountable and demand of them as real, active, creative citizens uh, that our own wishes are expressed in a way politically and that we're not told that when we do express our individuality that we're treasonous, that we're traitors, or in the case of so many ugly, dogmatic uh, churches, that we're sinners and that God hates us and uh, uh, and unless we are obedient, there's that wonderful word again, 
we are going to go to hell uh, and, and suffer forever uh, because we expressed an individual desire because as an individual human being, unlike every other human being, uh, it is this great need we all have to do so. <coughs> so, uh, nobody's calling in. I didn't expect to. After eight months of not being here, I have fallen off the map. But I have another issue here. Um, when I started the shows on Blog Talk Radio, it's about six years ago, I've been doing them on and off more on in some periods and off in others. I could go on at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Now I can only go on uh, after 7 and before 11 if I am premium, and premium costs money. And I don't know if I want to spend money um, to get into a later time slot where I may also uh, be able to have more listeners and more of an interaction and more people calling in. Um, also, uh, it suggests to me now that I send this to Twitter, that I send this to, uh, you know, to wherever, and um, uh, Facebook. And I have to tell you, I, I, I'm a dinosaur when it comes to those things. To me, what comes over that is, is really nothing particularly artistic. It's little messages that say, me, 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 in most cases, uh, yes, there seems to be an effect of political organization, but I don't believe the organization really allows planning and uh, the formation of real political goals in order to take back and push back against the country now that is being turned rapidly into an oligarchy. That is a society run by uh, a small number of politicians uh, and now talking heads on radio and television, and the large corporations. We are being bought and paid for by large corporations, by the banks. Uh, and these individuals uh, uh, act, in, not in all cases, but in many cases, as perfect psychopaths. That is, no conscience except making money and the bottom line. Um, it, it's, it's dismal. To me, it's this one. So uh, I've been on the air now. Um, I think I could talk for a longer period of time. Um, but I sort of said what I want to say. It's coming up on 20 minutes. And uh, here, here's my final thought. You are an artist. You are a scientist, whoever hears this. You are by the very nature of being a human being, an individual who must be part of the human family but at the same time must be an individual member of that human family. You and I are unlike anybody else. We are totally individualistic. Look around at the people uh, in a large room, and you'll see everybody who's healthy has the same kind of a face. Hair on the top and varying colors and shades and textures, ears and a nose and a mouth, chin, skin. But while we all are the same, all of those faces are completely different. We all have fingerprints. But out of 10 billion people, it appears that no two sets of fingerprints are the same. I believe the same must be true of our brains. 
We all, if we are healthy, have a human brain that contains within it uh, the historical record that makes us human. We all must be treated in certain ways if we are to become human. We all require family. We all require a good deal of teaching and education, however different that might be in whatever culture or family or group we belong to. But by the same token, that brain is different and that the experience of each of us is unique. Uh, Ernest Hemingway said, the biggest mistake we make is to assume that everybody's mind is like our own. And the worst people in the world are those who not only assume that everybody's mind is like theirs, but everybody's mind must remain like theirs, or else they should be punished. Uh, I remember as a youngster in art when I was in school, and we were all given one brown crayon and told after we had colored with brown, we would be given a second color to color with. This is not art. It's the death of art. This is not individual expression uh, according to any standard. And again, I believe in high standards, which are set by the best of us. And we somehow always know who's really the best. We look around and we could see. Uh, whether it's a painting or a photograph or, or, or a piece of sports or the taste of some food, that this was special. Uh, we are built in, uh, in a way, to appreciate what is best. So uh, each of us must be permitted to express that self, or we die inside and we become depressed uh, and we feel that life is not worthwhile. And the next thing you know, you're going to a psychiatrist who says, you don't have a self, you don't have a soul. All you have is a brain that is now malfunctioning. <clears throat> and we can cure you and fix you by giving you endless amounts of drugs to shut down all of your misery and all of your happiness and your sexual desire and everything that makes you human so that you fit in, so that you're part of the mob, that you don't cause trouble, that you don't complain, that you don't certainly stand up as a political, individual, creative force and say, this is not how it's supposed to be, this is how I think it should be, and then give your ideas. <clears throat> we call anybody today who looked at this with us, whether it's on the left or the right, crazy, lunatic, that um, the name calling is endless and it's all name calling there is no dialogue of intelligent people that I could see you can't raise politics with almost anybody immediately it is a blame game and to blame somebody and say that they're morally uh, not up to par is to have them put on the gloves take out the gun pull out the knife and start some kind of a serious fight with you. Uh, we can't take such criticism. Uh, most of us can't and don't want to and shouldn't have to. So the political dialogue is ugly and getting uglier by the hour. The schools are becoming more and more morally, intellectually empty. Uh, the best teachers are leaving because they're not making enough money to be a teacher, to, to live in a nice life in a community. Um, 
They are being beaten up politically in a way that I never dreamed, never dreamed would happen. When I first started teaching college, uh, I made virtually nothing as a college professor. And it was only because we had a union uh, that in New York uh, formed a solidarity with the teachers' union that some 15 years later I made enough to almost be able to live on a professor's salary. Uh, not a complaint. It's just simply what was. And now we're going to destroy the unions, uh, which however uh, rigid they become and however authoritarian they become, in many cases, they are still the only organization that stand up for the middle class and the working individual and push back to some way and some degree against the corporations, the large banks, and those who feel uh, that there isn't enough money in the world to satisfy their souls, that the amount of money they need requires having two houses or three houses or four houses and five cars and ten cars, and an endless number of electronic toys, uh, and, and it's like a mental sickness. It's like a disease because uh, it's like any other kind of compulsion. The more you compulse, the more you struggle uh, to, to build up something that really doesn't satisfy your desire to be an individual, a creative, forceful, expressive, loving individual. Uh, the emptier you feel. And the more you try to fill it up with things, with, uh, with toys, uh, the emptier the individual will feel. So, I don't know when I'll be back on the air. I have to think about this. If I do start to come on the show regularly, I think I'll have to go premium. And uh, I really am loath to uh, spend the money and maybe even try to figure out how to promote uh, without without um, uh, actually I forgot to send a message to Block Talk Radio that I'm on the air I don't do anything right when it comes to uh, promoting myself but anyway uh, for whoever hears this thank you uh, for whoever might leave me a message and a rating uh, that they thought the show was okay um, I thank you too and uh, I probably will uh, come back on the air, but I don't know when. Not next week. Next week I'm going up to uh, uh, where I come from to visit my children and grandchildren. And uh, I look forward to that tremendously. So, good night, good day, goodbye. <laughs>